I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. Amateur genealogists have never had it so good. Ancestry websites now let you look up historical records online and pool information with your relatives. And these days, you can go beyond researching your family tree. You can have your DNA analyzed for more clues about your past. The world's Carol Zoll decided to see what she could find out from her genes. This is Carol Zoll interviewing Ray Zoll, my grandmother, or Bobby and Yiddish. It used to be that if you wanted to find out about your family history, you had to sit down with your relatives and ask them what they knew. Now, Mrs. Zoll, could you tell us about your childhood? What can I tell you? What would you like to know? Tell me about your life. That recording is from 1978, when I was 11 years old. Armed with my blue Panasonic tape recorder, I'd persuaded my grandmother, my booby, to grant me an interview. Where were you born? I was born in a small place. The name was called Kashchuki. What? Kashchuki. Kashchuki, it's a country, small place. What country was it near? That was uh, Russian Poland, Russian Poland. The location of my grandmother's village was confusing to me then, and it's still confusing now. She was born at the beginning of the 20th century in what is now Belarus, but was then Poland, or as she put it, Russian Poland. I've never been able to find her village, Kashuki, on a map, and I don't even know the names of the places my other relatives came from, which has made it hard to trace my roots. But 34 years later, I finally have a new lead on my family tree and it doesn't involve a tape recorder. That's me a few months ago, spitting into a plastic tube to provide a DNA sample. This is kind of disgusting. I'm kind of out of spit. Advances in the field of genomics have made it possible to use a person's DNA to find out where their ancestors may have come from. Recently, this kind of analysis has become available and affordable to the general public, and I've been wanting to try it ever since I heard about it. So, for about $200, I signed up with a company called 23andMe. It's 23 because we all have 23 pairs of chromosomes. And the next thing I knew, I was mailing my saliva to their lab. And that lab, the first step they take is to extract the DNA from the saliva. Joanna Mountain is senior director of research at 23andMe. And then they take that DNA, and it gets cut up into little pieces, and They put the DNA onto what we call a chip. Human DNA is like a code made up of 3 billion letters. 23andMe doesn't look at all of those letters, or positions as they're called, just about a million of them. And those positions are chosen because they are particularly interesting because they vary from one person to another. It's those interesting positions that testing companies are using to find out all kinds of information from diseases you could be at risk for in the future to details about your past. The goal was to see what we could find out about ourselves. Harvard researcher Joe Pickrell is one of about a dozen people, all scientists or experts in genomics, who've made their genetic data available to the public on a website called Genomes Unzipped. While Joe and the other folks at Genomes Unzipped wanted to blog about issues surrounding genetic testing, Joe wasn't really expecting any big personal discoveries. And so what happened is actually the first day we put this data online, there's a guy who runs a a website where he does ancestry analysis. And so he took all of our data and put it through his software. 
Pickrell had always thought his ancestors came from Ireland, Italy, and the UK. But now there was something new in the mix. It turned out in his analysis that I had some Jewish ancestry. Pickrell was skeptical. I had never heard anything about Jewish ancestry in my family, and I had no idea that that was even a possibility. But he started running his own analyses. And the closer he looked, the more it seemed he did have Jewish roots. And then he spoke to his family. And in the end, it turns out that it's true. Pickrell found out that his great-grandfather was Jewish. He'd immigrated to the U.S. from Poland and married a Catholic woman. And they were worried about discrimination. So they decided to keep the Jewish ancestry secret. So... They just said that he was Irish. Now, in contrast to Joe, I've always known that my ancestors were Jewish. My entire family tree consists of European Jews, also known as Ashkenazi Jews. So I've always imagined my ancestors as people who spoke Yiddish and listened to music like this. But since Ashkenazi spent centuries wandering around Europe, living among different populations, I've always wondered who else was in my family tree. After all, my mother's mother and all her siblings had red hair and blue eyes, and people always think my sister, a redhead with freckles, is Irish. So could I possibly have Celtic forebears? Maybe that would explain my connection to Scotland. I went there to study Celtic literature for a year and ended up staying for over a decade. Or maybe I have ancestors from some other European population. In theory, I could. But what actually showed up in my DNA analysis was a very Ashkenazi Jewish-looking genome. It looks like about two-thirds of it is traced back to an Ashkenazi Jewish ancestry, either in you know Russia, Poland, Belarus, and so on. Joanna Mountain of 23andMe went over my results with me. She explained that I share a lot of DNA segments with other people in their database whose known ancestry is also Ashkenazi Jewish. And that's how testing companies determine ancestry. They compare your genes to known reference populations to see which ones they resemble most. So this is where your Jewish ancestry really pops out. So that's all the DNA testing could tell me? That my ancestors were Jewish? All that spitting and $200 later, the big headline is something I already knew. In other words, I'm exactly who I always thought I was. It's still pretty amazing that a scientist can look at my DNA and see that I have ancestors from Belarus or Russia, just like my grandparents told me. But think how cool it would have been to have found something completely unexpected, like being Norwegian or Native American or even Scottish. Maybe I just wanted a surprise. Or at the very least, more answers to some of my questions. How did your uncle look? Did your uncle have a piano? And how did you look when you were little? I don't know about my great-great-uncle's piano, but among my test results, there was one piece of information to chew on, and that came from something called my mitochondrial DNA. And that piece of DNA is handed down from mother to child. So all of us can trace our maternal lineage back through the mother's, 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 mother. My mitochondrial DNA traces back to a woman who lived about 15,000 years ago 
in southwestern Europe. What's interesting is that this particular DNA isn't common among Ashkenazi Jews, which means that somewhere on my mother's line, there was probably a non-Jewish woman who married one of my Jewish ancestors. That's not so surprising, given the red hair and the history of Jews in Europe. But the fact that you can read that story in my genes takes it to a different level. And while I haven't learned anything especially new about where I came from, the science behind this is changing really fast. Sometime in the next decade, the cost of having your whole genome sequenced, all three billion letters of the code, will become affordable. And when that happens, says Harvard's Joe Pickrell, that'll change everything all over again. So what you'd be able to do is look at an individual's genome and say, all right, they have this mutation which arose in a particular village in the south of France, for example. And then you'd be able to say with nearly 100% certainty that you have some ancestor who came from that particular village. So now I'm waiting for the day when I can have my entire genome sequenced. But in the meantime, the most exciting thing I've learned about my ancestry is something that goes back a lot further than some European village. In fact, it goes all the way back to the Stone Age. New studies suggest that humans may have interbred with Neanderthals tens of thousands of years ago. And the 23andMe website recently added a feature that lets you see what percentage, if any, of your DNA comes from Neanderthals. So I clicked on the link and got my result. Somewhere up the line, many thousands of years before the red hair and the mitochondrial DNA were part of the story, before the dawn of recorded time or the existence of words like Europe or Ashkenazi, I was a twinkle in a Neanderthal's eye. For the world, I'm Carol Zoll.